It's football commercial season. Become a USA Today Ad Meter panelist and watch and rate the big game commercials. You'll be entered to win a trip to the big game in 2022 just for registering. Sign up now and see official rules at admeter.usatoday.com. All right, welcome to a special Super Bowl 55 edition of our NFL Wire podcast series. I'm Ryan O'Leary. I'm joined by Marcus Mosier, a guy who schooled me on the Vegas Raiders all season long on our Raiders Wire podcast, but also a guy who, if you follow him on Twitter, you know he loves the Cowboys. We're not going to hold that against you, Marcus. Uh, But Marcus also produces a bunch of content for USA Today's Sportsbook Wire, and that's what we're here to talk about. Bucks Chiefs, spread, over-under, all that stuff. Get everybody ready for the game. And, and really, Marcus, I'm just trying to steal all your ideas so I know what bets to place because I, I sucked last year betting on the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, but, man, uh, long time no talk. How you doing? I'm doing well. How, how does it feel to be uh, to watch uh, Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? This has got to be like watching an ex, you know, just thrive in life, correct? Seriously, like, I don't know. <laughs> I've actually – you know me. I've – I've continued to wear the Tom Brady underwear, the TB12 gear. Like I've, yeah, it was. It's like an X that you like, and I think that's kind of rare. You know, like it's a, it's an X you it still want around. Certainly rare. Yeah, yeah, it's an X <laughs> you still want around. You still want to talk to. No, I, I don't know. I, Brady's almost like become more likable in my opinion. Him going to Tampa Bay, doing what he's doing at his age, and and bringing that franchise of all teams to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I mean that was funny when he signed there. We're like, oh look, Brady's going to lead him to the Super Bowl, but nobody really sure, thought he was yeah. going to do it. And then to go through that. That, that path on the road to beat the Saints, to beat the Packers like that. It's freaking ridiculous. Like, as much as I love Brady, Marcus, I bet on the Packers. I thought I was convinced the Packers are going to win. And I can't, yeah. I really am stunned that he, that they're in this game and that Brady's in this game. I am. Yeah. Not only did he, you know, beat everybody in the NFC, but he beat COVID, right? He was able to, to, to not get COVID during a, a really weird football season. So, I think you just have to tip your hat to Tom Brady. It's it's, it's exciting. I'm sure I'll, everybody outside of New England is just thrilled to see Brady in his 10th Super Bowl. But here we are, Ryan, and it's, it should be a really fun game. It should. I, I hope so, at least, right? So l- let's get right into it. The game, the spread, the Chiefs opened, I think, Marcus. Correct me if I'm wrong. They opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I've seen the line move to three. I've seen it move back to three-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. I think on the app I use, it's back to three, so it's – it's been moving like a half point, but really it's kind of similar to last year. The Chiefs, the 49ers, I believe the Chiefs opened as a one and a half point favorite against the Niners last year, and the line really didn't move. And that means there's money coming in on both sides, and the sports books are really happy, right? Um, so we're not seeing this line move a ton. I'm wondering if you think there will be any late movement. It's always kind of interesting to see what's going to happen with that, but it seems like it's not going to go much further than three and a half or three. No, I've talked to a couple of different, uh, you know, odds makers, and it sounds like they're getting a lot of similar action on both sides here. So I don't anticipate this line moving much at all. Maybe, again, three to three and a half or from three and a half to three. But anything else would be quite a shock. I, I think we've got a line that's pretty good here and pretty fair. So I, I want to ask you something before we really get into the game, start talking about the matchups. Uh, you know, for me, like I'm in a state, New Hampshire, where sports betting was legalized kind of recently, mm. I think last year in the Super Bowl. 
none of us really knew what we were doing, right? Unless we were in Vegas on vacation, we weren't really used to going to sports books and betting on the teams. So last year when I approached the Super Bowl, I mean, all my friends know, Marcus, that I'm a, like a sports dork and they know they can ask me questions about like the March Madness bracket or, or anything like this. They'll ask me questions and I'll give them my take. And I basically told everyone, oh, don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. The 49ers are petrified of Jimmy Garoppolo. They won't let him throw. You're stupid if you bet against Mahomes. Just bet the Chiefs. You'll be fine. And then what do I do on Super Bowl Sunday? I bet 49ers, right? I bet. Of course props. you did. You, you oh, had yeah. yourself. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I'm just like, I'm, I'm all in on Jimmy. I'm all in on the Niners. I bet like Garoppolo to win the MVP just, just to be a contrarian to do that thing. And in the fourth quarter, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm a genius. And, of course, we all know how that worked out, right? <laughs> but I think the approach, right? you got to go into it like, do you just back the team that you really think is going to win? Or do you look at the odds and say, ooh, if I bet the underdog and I really believe in the underdog, I'll win more money? And I think that's something that new bettors kind of get into. That's, like, that's kind of a situation that you got to navigate. And I thought, well, I think the Niners have a chance. I like their team. I like their coach. And at one and a <laughs> half, and with the odds, like I'll, I'll win more money if the Niners pull this thing off. And that's why I went Niners. But what do you think about that whole thing? Like judging, you think the Chiefs are going to win, but you bet the other team to win more. Maybe that's not yeah. a great approach. Yeah, so that's that's really funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what I've done so far during this Super Bowl. So <laughs> I I had a big you know bet all season long on the Packers to to get to the Super Bowl, oh. and when they lost to Tampa Bay, I kind of hate bet on but the Buccaneers to beat the Chiefs. Right? I wasn't thinking logically. I wasn't thinking soundly. So I put a lot of money on Tampa Bay, but as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are going to win, and I'm probably going to be actively rooting against my bet. So, <laughs> I, I I understand that feeling of you know how do, how do you how do you navigate this when uh, you, you know you're you think one team is going to win? Do you hedge against yourself? Uh, that's a great question. Well, you are you're like the master of the futures bets. I know you've hit a few of them right this year. Now the <laughs> Packers one didn't go your way, but that's interesting. When you have a futures bet going that you may have bet earlier in the year, like that's one thing I talked with uh, Luke Easterling of the Bucks Wire. Mm-hmm. We did our pod. We were, I was like, hey, the Bucks are at plus a thousand right now to win the Super Bowl, and they're playing Washington, so they're probably going to win their first game. So if you believe they got a chance, like now's the time to bet on them because the odds are right. really like great. And we were kind of joking around about that, but nobody really thought they were going to beat Washington. Washington, New Orleans, and then the Packers on the road and get here. But here they are, right? Yeah, I think Tampa Bay, I mean, we knew they had star power, but we never really thought they were going to get past the Saints and the uh, the Packers and because those were juggernauts in the NFC. They really looked fantastic all season long. Uh, we know t- New Orleans blew them out both times that they played. But just the way that they've played over the last seven, eight games, Tampa Bay looks like a different team. And they are they good enough to beat Kansas City on Sunday? I think so, but it's going to be one of those games where ball's going to have to bounce the right way. Mahomes is going to have to be a little bit off, but can they do it? Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to talk about you having to hedge against your own bets, right, Marcus? Your own futures bets. Well, for me, it's like I got to hedge against my own fandom because if I bet the Chiefs and I haven't placed any wagers yet, and I understand why most of the money and, and most of the public are backing the Chiefs. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah, you're they're betting just, on Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, and they're winners, and they know how to close games. They're closers. You know, they put the mm-hmm. nail in the coffin. They know how to do it. It doesn't really matter if they're losing in the fourth quarter. We saw that last year. Uh, so, yeah, the Chiefs are probably going to win. It's fun to bet the Bucks, but even if I bet the Chiefs, I'm going to be rooting for Brady. So this whole thing is like, I don't even know what to do. I'm well, just can, can, I'll give you some advice, Ryan. Just Please, stay that's away why, that's from... That's why I want you here. Come on. Listen, just, just stay away from the spread and bet the over-under because now you can root for both sides, right? If you bet the over, 
now you're rooting for your guy, Tom Brady, and you're rooting for Mahomes to score a bunch of points at the same time. Plus, now you're the fun guy at the party that's <laughs> rooting for the points. Uh, that's my that's my biggest advice to betters this week. Don't be that loser at the party that bets the under. I don't even care if you think it's a good bet or not and you think you're going to win money. Nobody wants that guy at the party rooting against points and touchdowns to be scored. Seriously. The Super Bowl is supposed to be fun. Make fun bets. Betting the over is a fun one in this one. Yeah, and the over-under is kind of just like the spreads holding firm. It's at 56, and I think that's a nice number to bet the over. And I, I just think like... I, I see this narrative, Marcus. I don't know how how you feel about it, but this narrative that the Bucks are going to go out there and and hand the ball to Leonard Fournette and no. play keep away. I disagree with that so much. That's not Bruce Arians. That's not how the Bucks play. That's not how they played the Packers. They've been very very aggressive. You know, their mindset is you know no risk it, no biscuit thing. Now that corny thing, but mm-hmm. I think that's really how they want to approach the game. I don't think they're going to go and try to run the ball and do that thing. I think they're going to try to score. I think they know that they can't kick 20-yard field goals and and do what the Bills did, make those same mistakes in the AFC Championship game, right? They're going to have to score. And like, yeah, and I think – Go ahead. I was going to say, I think the difference between like this Tampa Bay team compared to other Tom Brady teams before is this isn't a team that can just think and dunk down the ball down the field and get 12, 14 play drives. That's not how they win. They win by creating big plays in the passing game. They're not going to waste plays handing the ball off to Lenny Fournette and Ronald Jones. They know that they can move the ball through the air – they're going to throw the ball down the field to Mike, Mike Evans, Chris Goblin, Antonio Brown. That's their best way to win. And you can you can believe that Brady is going to come out firing in this game. I, a real quick prop bet, I like Brady over 39 and a half uh, attempts in this game. Ooh, he like is going that. to throw the ball like crazy in this one. Okay, cool. I love that because that's what I'm expecting as well. And I've seen that and I've heard that on like some radio shows and, and I saw some articles about how the Bucks are going to hand the ball off and, and try to – that's no, the only way no, to win. No. And I'm like, I actually think they have a better shot if it's a high-scoring game. I don't think – I think a low-scoring game actually might favor the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, look at, look at the Chiefs in their last losses, right? You When they lost to the Raiders early in the season, it wasn't because the Raiders scored. 27 and they held them to 24 it was because they scored 40 points on offense exactly. they were just more efficient than the Chiefs that's really the only way to beat Kansas City is by actually outscoring them uh, and I do think Tampa Bay has the offense to potentially do that all right Marcus so I actually have some stats to back myself up I'm not, not just spitting into the mic like a crazy fanboy like I usually do so uh, you know <laughs> so the Chiefs on their side they're 14 and 2 in the regular season but I found this super interesting they have not really been covering against the spread Mm. Uh, especially late in the season. You probably noticed this. Uh, they actually went 1-9 and nine against the spread. That Bills game in the cha- AFC Championship game was the first time they've covered in their last 10 games. Towards the end of the regular season, they won games by margins of 2 points, 4, 3, 6, 6, 3, and 3 again before Week 17 when they rested all their stars. So they have not been blowing teams out. And this is one thing that I think I've noticed about the Chiefs is they're so freaking awesome with Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. And every team seems to go into these games like we got to take away Tyreek, we got to take away Kelsey, and nobody can do it, right? Like the Bills no. didn't do it, no. the Bucks certainly didn't do it in Week Twelve when these two teams played. Nobody can seem to take those two away, like that that whole thing. Like we're going to take away your best player, make it beat, make somebody else beat us, make like McCole Hardman beat us. Like nobody can do that to the Chiefs. It's Kelsey. It's Hill, and then it's Mahomes scrambling on third downs to pick up like cheap firsts right on the sideline. That's the whole game, and nobody can figure out how to stop them. But at the end of the day, like 
Andy Reid will botch some stuff and you know, huh. with the clock, and situationally, the Chiefs will kind of screw some stuff up. We saw in the AFC Championship game, they'll fumble a punt. Or they tend to sleepwalk through the first half of games sometimes. They're not really all that interested or engaged early, and then they turn it on when they're down by a couple scores. Like That's this team, right? They they're not a perfect team. They're not like, as much as it seems like and it feels like they're a juggernaut, I don't feel like the Chiefs are as big of a juggernaut as they're portrayed to be. Yeah, so here's what I would say about Kansas City. They certainly have an on and off switch that they can turn on whenever they want. That's a great right? way to put it, yes. And you can see it in flashes, right? You can see it in quarters. We've actually seen like one or two halves this year where they've done it. They just haven't put together a full game yet. And to be honest, Ryan, I think it's because they haven't had to. Right, they really haven't been challenged all of that much. Uh, there was a game. Listen, we're going to bring this back to the Raiders. There was a game on Sunday night that they played against the Raiders, where they were down by four with two minutes left, and even at that point, it felt like just a, a foregone conclusion that they were going to win. And of course, they did. So, I feel like there's another gear that this Chiefs team can get to, and they've been waiting all season long until they get to a quality opponent. And I think we're finally there. And I think with the two weeks off. Again, Andy Reid's record against the spread straight up when he's had multiple weeks to prepare for a game is absolutely outstanding. I think this is going to be a game where we finally, finally see the Chiefs A-plus game for the first time all season long. I think there's definitely potential for that. And I think uh, as fun as this Tampa Bay story is, it feels like they're a little ahead of schedule. I think even they brought Brady in, and they didn't think they'd be in the Super Bowl this year, Marcus. They were just trying to win yeah. a playoff game and try to put it together. And I think everyone in Tampa is kind of stunned right now. And, they, and, and Tampa Bay is having themselves a year with the Lightning and the Tampa Bay Rays being in the World mm. Series as well. And now the Bucks playing at home at Raymond James Stadium in the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? So it's been yeah, quite a I, year for Tampa, but I think they're ahead of schedule. I really do. So I can't blame people for backing the Chiefs. I can't. I, I just don't think the ceiling is as high, right? Yeah. Because ultimately Mahomes is just a far superior quarterback than what Brady is right now. And I, I mean, I like Tampa Bay's weapons. I mean, Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, Evans, and Goblin are really good but they don't compare to the Chiefs. They don't compare to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, probably the number one wide receiver and the number one tight end in the league. So, again, if Tampa Bay plays a A-minus game and Kansas City plays a B-plus, Kansas City's going to win. They're, they're just a better overall team. It's going to have to be Kansas City really, really playing a sloppy game uh, in order for them to lose this one. Yeah, and, and, and like we kind of mentioned, they're just so impressive with the way they can make up for three bad quarters in the fourth. And we saw it last year. They played like absolute crap. And all of a sudden, the fourth quarter, like, oh, my God, we might lose. And it's like, boom, 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 they win. They just need like a six yeah. six to eight-minute run, and yeah. it can be over that fast. Yeah. And even against the Bills in that first half, it's 9 nothing. And then boom, 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 they, they score three straight touchdowns, Marcus, and all of a sudden the Bills mm-hmm. can't get back in it. They're, they're all of a sudden yep. out of it. After being up 9 nothing. it's like, what? Like, what you know, it was, I was going to say, when it was 14-9, that game felt like it was completely oh, over. right, yeah. Right? Yeah, and then Sean McDermott trying to kick field goals to make it a nine-point oh, game. Man. You know, that's He loves making that thing a nine-point game. So yep. I don't think the Bucks are going to do that. I think they're going to come out, be very aggressive, go forward on fourth downs whenever they can, not settle for field goals. I think it's going to be close, but when it comes to the fourth quarter, can you trust the Bucks to pull it off? Ah, oh, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. It I, is tough. I don't know. It's tough to to pick against the Chiefs. So I think we might agree if you're betting the spread, if you can get the Chiefs at three points, if you can get them at two and a half or something, like forget yeah. it. Like that's a good bet. Yep. And we're leaning over as well. I think I agree with you, Marcus. Root for points, and I think 
these two teams, they're going to put up points. I mean, 31-28 to cover. And I, can you see this game being 31-28? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and again, the Super Bowl is supposed to be fun. So make fun bets. The over is going to be way more fun. It's going to be way more enjoyable in this one. So I, I, we obviously want everybody to make money, but we also want you to have fun. And that's the whole reason why we have sports betting. So make fun bets. Right. And, and speaking of that, prop bets are probably the coolest thing with the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're, they, they're out like a week early. They're already out. You can already go through all the prop bets. There's, all, there's like hundreds of them. And Marcus is pretty good at this kind of thing. Marcus tends <laughs> to hit on a prop better, too. I know he's got a few that he likes. So Marcus is going to tell you exactly how to win some cash on some fun props. We'll do that coming up next. But we mentioned the Sportsbook Wire, guys. Here's Estin McLaren and Jeff Clark. They're going to give you their take on the Super Bowl, and we'll be right back. It's that time again for the line of the week. The inside track to the favorites, the underdogs, and the over-unders. I think I want my money back. Now, here are Jeff Clark and Estin McLaren from USA Today's Sportsbook Wire. Super Bowl 55 is here with the Kansas City Chiefs favored by three and a half points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. I'm Esther McLaren of SportsbookWire.com, joined by my colleague Jeff Clark. We're breaking down the betting angles for this game. Jeff, anyway, you're betting against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. No way. I'm going to roll with the Chiefs to win their second straight Super Bowl and even cover the three-and-a-half point line. Uh, what's been under-discussed is how one-sided the first Chiefs-Bucks game was in Week 12. Bucks covered the three-and-a-half point line, but Patrick Mahomes threw for the second most passing yards he has ever in a game, and Tyreek Hill set a personal record for most receiving yards in a game. Buccaneers backdoor covered, scored 14 points in the fourth quarter, but Chiefs are going to keep their foot on the gas and blow them out in this game. Yeah, that was absolutely a backdoor cover. The Bucks had no business being in that game at all. They weren't for the vast majority of it. We see the same thing again this Sunday in Super Bowl 55. Back the Chiefs to win by at least four points. In terms of prop bets, Marcus, I want to get your feel on, first of all, the novelty props, right? Like the coin toss, heads or tails, first play from scrimmage, pass or run, trick play, the fat guy touchdown, you know, the two-point conversion, like all the fun ones that I got to admit, I lost some money on last year goofing around with the coin toss. I couldn't help myself. Like you just got, those are so oh, fun. Yeah. They're right there. And, and there's so many of them in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, how many times will they put Giselle's face on the screen or whatever if she's in the, you know, if she's there? Like what are they yeah. going to All of these things. How much do you get involved? Like those are probably sucker bets, really. But that's what they would probably call them in Vegas, right? Like what do you think about that? Yeah, so a lot of these novelty props are sucker bets. And the ones that I'm going to tell you to stay away from are the national anthem and the coin toss. Because what ends up happening is they end up having the same odds on both sides, minus 110. you got to pay a little bit of juice to bet on a coin toss, which is a 50-50 proposition. Right. Anyway, so there's really no value here. There's no skill involved. Uh, so stay away from those ones. However, Ryan, there are some really, really fun ones out there that have some value. I'm going to give you my favorite one right now. As soon as we're done doing this podcast, I want you to go to your favorite sports book and bet on it. Are you ready? I might do it live. Let's do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is called the doink special. It's available. I believe on most, uh, sports books right now will any field goal or extra point hit an upright or the crossbar you can get the yes at p- plus 375 now i've thought about this a lot first of all we've got two let's say uh, average kickers to be nice uh we're probably going to have nine to ten total kicks in this game especially if you believe we're going to get a bunch of points scored like if you're betting the over you should certainly bet be betting on this one yeah so nine to ten kicks can one of those ten kicks 
hit an upright or a crossbar? I certainly think so. We've had one in the you know the last two rounds. We've had one at least one kick hit the upright. Uh, I, I love it. That's probably my favorite fun novelty prop bet so far. Oh, that, that's a great one. And it, and just to clarify, it can touch the uh, as long as it touches the upright, so it can bounce the upright. It can go yeah, in. It, it can be good. It doesn't. It doesn't okay. have to go in. It just has to hit any upright okay. or crossbar. So whether it misses or or it's good, it doesn't matter. It just has to hit the cross. That's what that gives you a reason to watch these idiot kickers. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. Idiots. These freaking kickers. Yeah, no, that, I love that one. I, I'm definitely going to put something on that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, I think where a lot of money comes in, people love to bet the MVP. I think that's mm. definitely one. And, obviously, it's going to start with the quarterbacks. Mahomes is the favorite. He's actually minus 106. Brady at plus 210. So, if you think the Bucks have a chance to win, if you're if you're going all in on the Bucks, if you're just a Bucks homer and you or you believe in the Bucks, it might be something to sprinkle some – some money on the on Brady winning the MVP, but there's a lot of value in the MVP thing, Marcus. If we have one, you know that off chance where a defensive player wins mm-hmm. MVP, and you happen to sprinkle a little something on that, like like say the Bucks pull off an upset and the defense just goes off and they just shut down Mahomes, they shut down this Chiefs offense somehow. Like a guy like Sean Murphy Bunting, he's got an interception in every playoff game right now for the Bucks. He's having a great postseason. What if he like had a pick six or something, you know, made a bunch of tackles, like shut down Travis Kelsey. This is just an alternate reality. And sure, he wins MVP. Sure. Sean Murphy Bunting is at plus twenty thousand to win Super Bowl yeah, MVP. Like so it. if you if you bet five bucks on that, you win a grand. Like there's so, some value here in the MVP thing. Yeah, and I mean, obviously if you if you believe the Chiefs are gonna win, Mahomes is actually still a pretty good bet. That's a better bet than just betting the Chiefs on the money line. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but but I do agree with you. If Tampa Bay wins it's probably going to be because one of those guys on defense had an outstanding game. And I like the Sean Murphy button call. That one's fantastic. The one that I'm looking at, Ryan, is Shaquille Barrett, the defensive end for Tampa Bay. He is 50 to 1 yep. to win MVP. Wrote him down, no, too. Yep. Yep. No Eric Fisher on the left side. Patrick Mahomes is pretty, you know, limited as terms of what he can do running the ball right now because of uh, that the turf toe that he has. So if Shaq Barrett had one of those games where it was like two and a half sacks and two forced fumbles and he just had pressures all day long and Tom Brady had a subpar game, I can see it. And the other thing with Brady is voters don't always give Brady the MVP if they win Super Bowls, right? We've already seen – uh, a Julian Edelman get it before we've seen a Dion Branch yep. uh, who I actually got to talk to today which is pretty cool oh, he's awesome uh, yeah so it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that if the Buccaneers win somebody outside of Brady can can get that MVP and I like Shaq Barrett's odds at 50 to 1 same and, and he's hot Barrett's hot and so is JPP and the Bucks have been getting pressure and they got Vita Vea back and that whole thing yeah. like there's there's opportunity there and I think like we said if the Bucks do pull this thing off they have to play well on defense. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, They're going to yes. make plays on defense if they win the game. I don't think they're just going to go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. I mean, nobody could do that. Uh, so, And then a lot, of these, a lot of these props revolve around the players, right? You can get almost any prop on receptions, rushing yards, receiving yards. You can do that any week, but in the Super Bowl, you get more. You know, a guy like, you know, to kind of go back to what we were talking about in that first segment with Leonard Fournette, his rushing yards are set at 48 and a half. For me, I'm looking at that NFC Championship game, Marcus. He had 55 yards on 12 carries against the Packers in a game his team was leading 28 to 10 at one point. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just like, I'm not touching Leonard Fournette's rushing yards at 48 and a half. I just can't trust that. But his reception total is at three and a half. 
And I could yes. easily see him going over there. So I like that's one prop I like. Leonard Fournette's uh, receptions over three and a half. And I like the over on receiving yards for Fournette too at twenty five and a half. Okay, I think you know if 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 there's a lot of rain in this game, which we're potentially expecting, I could see Fournette getting five or six targets. And can he get three receptions of for twenty five total yards? I think so. I, th- I I think I like that one even better than the total receptions. So we talked about Kelsey and Hill, and nobody can cover him. And I think Tyreek Hill had this one covered. He, he's at uh, over-under is at seven and a half receptions. I think he had that in the first quarter against the Bucks in Week 12. Literally, he did. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's one where is Kelsey and Hill just going to burn the Bucks again? And, and you have to believe they're going to get the targets to get up there in receptions. I mean, Hill set at seven and a half, Kelsey at eight and a half. Another one that I put down, Chris Godwin, five and a half. I feel like Chris Godwin could get six or seven receptions in this game for sure. But what about those two Chiefs guys, those two Chiefs studs? Are you going anywhere near them in any of these props, Marcus? Yeah, Kelsey's hit the over in receiving yards in four straight games. I just don't think Tampa Bay has anybody that can cover him. Uh, I do like the Tyreek Hill one. Obviously, he had the 200-yard first quarter the last time that he played Tampa Bay. But I actually have a different bet for Tyreek Hill that I like. Longest reception – at plus 150, Tyreek Hill had the longest reception of the game. He actually did this last year, and my bank account is still thanking Tyreek Hill for that. <laughs> it took until that, you know, basically the final play of the game on that third and 15, third and 17, or whatever. Tyreek Hill is going to get loose for a 40 or 50 yard reception in this game. It's just going to happen. It's just, can anybody else get over 40 or 50 yards? I don't see it from the Tampa Bay side. And if it's not, Tyree Kill on the Kansas City side. The only other possible option is Nicole Hardman. Uh, he's got some decent value at plus 700 there, but I love, absolutely love Tyree Kill at plus 150 to have the longest reception. Me too. That's his game. That's literally yes. his game, right? And even if it's like he could turn a short reception into the longest play, he can. Correct. So, uh, yeah, I love that too. And don't toot your horn too much, but what, what's been your best bet this season just overall? Like, what, what's one that you're really. If you could toot your horn, like you'd be tooting right now. Well, can I actually go back? It's not even this season. This is from a Patriot Super Bowl. This is my greatest oh, bet of go. all time. All right. So back, I don't even remember what Super Bowl it was, but it was against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Shane Vereen was their passing game running back at the time. And uh, one of these sports books had, uh, like, you can bet on the number of receptions he had. And it was like over nine and a half, paid 20 to one. And I just kept thinking about this game. Well, Seattle, they play this cover three defense. They're going to force Brady to check the ball down over and over again. And he's pretty patient. So that seems like a good bet. Bet on Shane Vereen. He hits it. Biggest bet I've ever won in my life. Uh, so shout out to Shane Vereen, wherever you are now. You oh, you, he, you are always a, a special spot in my family. That's tremendous. That's a tremendous bet. Good for you, Marcus. So, so, <laughs> so what else? Is there anything we haven't covered that you love any other bet doesn't have to be a prop. Anything else that you love, I'll give you the final word on sure. uh, Super Bowl 55. What do you think? Uh, another one that I love, a Tom Brady special. Over point zero or over point five rushing yards. <laughs> Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback sneaker in NFL history. I think he's going to get at least two carries in this game. It wouldn't even surprise me if he gets a touchdown. Now, the fear here is that he gets the one or two rushing yards but has the kneel downs at the end of the game. So those count, right? Those count, okay. and those are always so That's scary. Yes, That's a pain in yeah, the ass. Mahomes actually lost his rushing yard total last year because of kneel downs. But I still think Kansas City is going to win this game. I don't anticipate Brady kneeling down at all. So I like Tom Brady over 
a half a rushing yard. I'm going to listen to this back, Marcus. I'm going to bet on all this crap. <laughs> this is so good. This is really why I, I reached out to you to do this show because I just wanted to well, know what to do. I mean, last year I was Super all on my own. so much fun. The it Super Bowl's is. fun, it and is. you should be you should be making fun bets. And there's a bunch of them out there, so make sure you check your favorite sports book to see which odds are available. Oh, I love it. So what, what, what's your plan for Sunday? How are you watching this thing? Yeah, I was probably going to get out the smoker, do some, maybe some pulled pork, maybe some brisket, uh, get some chicken wings. It's just going to be a nice low key Sunday. I'm, I'm excited. It's great talking to you. It's been a while. We'll be back. We'll be back to talk Raiders soon enough. We'll be talking free agency yes, and draft. So I'm excited about that and next month. But for now, enjoy the game. Everybody listening, enjoy the Super Bowl. Make sure you listen to Marcus's takes. He knows what he's doing. I'm going to be listening, Marcus. So hopefully we prosper together, my man. Uh, but Thanks, anyway, Ryan. Yeah. Enjoy the game.